Hey there, it's Coach Tim, Spider Juice Technologies, Spider Cave Studios, Torrance, California. Uh, I was asked to read this as a podcast, so I thought I would try it. This is my first try. It's from timokeith.net. It's titled, How a Beautiful Girl Humbled Me Last Night. So the pursuit of man's desires are too often what causes wars and many a ruined life for at least an evening. It can build nations and it can ruin lives. And lately I've begun to think the Bible's Eve of Adam and Eve has been treated unfairly. History blames Eve as man's failure. The temptress is a man I must object. To me, there's nothing more intoxicating and calming than a beautiful girl. However, this story is not about that sweet, nectarious tension that is wired into all of us to perpetuate this species. It is only about a football game. A football, youth football game, no less. That game that grown men use to emulate war and embrace their warrior archetypes. Yesterday, my boys walked into a battle and lost. As a pregame motivator, I said they would be going into hell. I didn't know the horned one had a place just a bit worse. It was a brutally physical game. We lost a team leader for probably the rest of the season, and a couple of other players were lost for the game. It's at these moments that any father and man questions the mentality that would arrange for this dastardly collaboration of wanton savagery. The game. As head coach, I pride myself in noticing the little things in my coaches' and players' body language. As the game's outcomes become seemingly obvious, one of my coaches' face turned from fierce competitor to somber acceptance. Even one of my team dads had this severely worrisome look on his normally cheerful demeanor. Yeah, it was one of those nights. Adversity reveals your character. I suppose maybe it is my 11-year volunteer coaching career winding down that gets me pounding out these words. But most likely, it is questioning my own character that is compelling me to write this story of still a beautiful girl. I have learned it is often in the losses that you need to reframe, find meaning to build a team up. You see, as any chance of hope was erased by an unforgiving clock, we would soon gather for a closing argument by yours truly. But in that moment of vulnerability, where real emotion is mixed with articulation, sometimes there is more emotion than anything usable for the kids. A teaching moment. Defeat lays before us a gift wrapped life lesson. It is my choice to either speak from the gift or from a defense of my own ego. Just moments after such a game, I can only say what comes from my heart. There's no pre-rehearsed speech. There's only the philosophy and a value system that had better be right long before the post-game letdown. Otherwise, I risk my ego's need to justify my own pain. Coach Jim Mora once told me that coaching is not casual. It is no place for cool. If you're not physically and emotionally spent afterwards, then you simply haven't coached. I also remember reading Pete Carroll's book, Win Forever, and how he teaches his assistant coaches that coaching is putting on a performance. 
I think Carol's point is that performing allows you to coach on purpose. Where the true coaching is, the meaning of the speech is in the player's reaction to it. In order to do that requires a philosophy, a value system. And that is what I struggle with this morning as I write. In this moment of defeat in my own personal test, did I open the wrapped gift for our players or did I blow this opportunity to merely serve me? Closing credits. So as we dispersed that night, I stood there alone on the sideline, not sure if you've ever been divorced, but when word gets out of the breakup, oftentimes who you thought were your friends don't want to talk with you. It's just too awkward. So you feel alone. That is kind of what it's like as a head coach. I was all alone. Even perhaps pathetic looking, as this beautiful little girl of about 10 walks up to me, my coach's daughter came right over to me in her cheer uniform and braids, and she carefully smiled and said, Coach Tim, it's okay. Even I lose sometimes. I immediately felt the powers of the universe align and into our two personal spaces. She had given this right, this night meaning and purpose. She softened my warrior spirit into embracing the moment. She capped it by giving me the best hug. As I was reminded that I had just gone done participating and what I tell the kids is God's greatest game. As I've been doing for 11 years, Lucky me. I hope I did the game and the kids the justice they deserve. Regardless of where football is played, it is a vehicle of development of the child in terms of life skills, says Coach Brown, 74. The life skills are more important and more applicable because very few kids that start out in youth football end up playing in college or the pros. I want to thank Adam for getting me to uh, record this piece. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll come back with some more stuff. I've got a, some articles that I really uh, enjoy, and I'll be putting them up through the podcast and uh, out onto the net. Uh, I hope uh, you enjoy them and appreciate this. This is Coach Tim out. Enjoy.